Again, good evening, everybody. This is Barry McLeod and Richard Johnson in Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome to our Wolfpack call. We're excited to have you here. We value your time, and we 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 work very hard on these calls to to put out the information that you need to build a business in this wonderful industry that, again, we've all chosen to be a part of. A lot of people have requested this. It's the 100th monkey syndrome, the 100th monkey phenomenon. If you haven't heard of that before, um, you, I, I, I suggest you pay attention because it's quite fascinating, and it's a true story. Uh, I don't think you can still get the book. Uh, this book was written way in the 1980s. But uh, uh, Richard today found it on online, so maybe he'll mention that when he comes on board. As the story goes, or the legend, let's talk about it. As the legend goes, back in the 1950s, the United States government was doing some experiments in several of the Pacific Islands. Uh, one of those experiments had to do with monkeys, and they had been observing these monkeys for about 30 years, dropped sweet potatoes on the sand uh, uh, on the beach. The monkeys loved the, the raw sweet potatoes. The problem was, uh, obviously, on the beach they collected sand and dirt, and I, I assume that that was a little scratchy on their voice, on their throats. So one day, as the scientists were observing this, uh, a, a baby monkey, I think it was 18 months old, and I think the name of the monkey was even Emu, took the potato and in a nearby stream went over and washed it off and ate it. Well, the next day the monkey did the same thing and taught the mom how to do that. And, and, and by the way, they also observed that as this was starting to transpire, a lot of the monkeys were looking at the, at this and, and, you know, uh, observing what was going on and, and, and probably even poking fun at them about uh, uh, this strange uh, uh, deal that they were doing. But as time went on, and I remember this started in 1952, in 1958, as time went on and, and more and more monkeys, young, interestingly enough, it was always young monkeys that started at first and then they taught their parents, the mom and, and, and so forth. More monkeys started to do that on the island. Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a couple of things out of this book because I don't wanna, uh, I want this message to get through really clear. What happened and and the book will tell you that they're not sure of the exact number, but it says let's suppose on the morning of such and such in 1958 that 99 monkeys were washing their sweet potatoes before they were would eat them, and then the hundredth monkey did the same thing, and all of a sudden it happened. The entire, within a matter of days, the entire, almost every monkey on the entire island was washing their sweet before they would eat them. Barry, what's, well, Barry, what's so unusual about that? Well, the unusual thing about it, and the, where the legend goes, is that at the same time that hundredth monkey crossed over the line and, and washed the potato, it started a mind-to-mind -mind energy that went across the ocean to other islands of monkeys who all of a sudden were doing the same thing. 
Now, the part I want to read out of the book is this. It says, thus, when a certain critical number achieves an awareness, this new awareness may be communicated from mind to mind. Although the exact number may vary, the hundredth monkey phenomenon means that when only a limited number of people know of a new way, it may remain the consciousness property of these people. But there is a point at which if only one more person tunes in to a new awareness, a field is strengthened so that this awareness is picked up by almost everyone. You may be the hundredth monkey for whatever you're attempting to do. I look at this industry, this great network marketing industry that we are all a part of. When I started this business years ago, you know, a lot of people, myself included, had never heard of network marketing. And some of the people that have heard of it were, were not too keen about it. And then we went into another stage later on in, in my career and the, and the history of this industry where more and more people have heard of it. Some was good, some was bad. Today, I suggest that the, the literally explosion of network marketing, home-based businesses throughout the world, not just this country, but throughout the world, is because of the consciousness of people all of a sudden becoming aware. That hundredth monkey phenomenon has actually happened within this industry. You have all kinds of, of giants out there, everywhere from Donald Trump to Kiyosaki to uh, Paul Zane Pilsner, you know, I can name a, a hundred of them, that are now uh, very favorably promoting home-based businesses, multi-level marketing, network marketing. How did that all happen? It happened because of people just like you and me who kept the faith, who kept working, who kept believing, and all of a sudden, it, it, it just like it, it happened. I don't know if anybody here has ever been, uh, been uh, privileged to be part of a company that all of a sudden had that happen overnight, going to momentum. As I was cleaning out my files the, the, the other day, and this goes way back and discarding things, I found some, some pay stubs that I had and some records that I kept from quite a few years ago with a company I was with that all of a sudden we were plodding along, plodding along, plodding along, and then all of a sudden it hit. I, 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 I'd forgot about this, but as I looked at my organization, for two to three weeks, my organization was bringing in 200 to 300 people a day. Now, the key to that is when that happens to a company, number one, the key is that you're still there, and number two, that you have built a team to take advantage of it. Did we make a lot of money? You better believe we did. But it wouldn't have happened if I would have given up and, and said, well, this isn't working, or, or sat there and said, you know what, I'm going to wait to see if that wave really happens with this company. I had built a team, and that entire team took advantage of it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we have 
Each of us on this phone call tonight, we have that opportunity. We have chosen to be part of this industry, this wonderful, wonderful industry. That, that as I was telling a couple of people today, there's no other industry that I am aware of that has so many rags to riches stories. It just doesn't happen, but it does here, and it can for you and for me. We have to understand where we're at. We have to understand where we're going, and we have to be crystal clear about it. In the book also, I just want to read a couple more things here. It says, be vigilant with your thoughts. Sense your power to lift the mood of despair. Isn't that what, what we do here? Isn't that one of, the, one of the, the great rewards you and I have in this industry to help lift people out of despair and put hope back into their lives? Absolutely it is. It also says, let your enthusiasm seep into the, and penetrate the collective consciousness. Do we not talk on these training calls for years about our consciousness and, and the universal laws? And, and like attracts like. And, and all the things that we not only teach, but we will continue to teach on these calls. One other statement in this book that I really highlighted and underlined, it says, meet, meet with people, talk with people, share with people. You and I have chosen to be a part of, 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 Again, this industry that has all the, the, the success stories you will ever dream about. It is our obligation to share that with other people. It is our obligation to realize the power that you and I have. That tipping point, that hundredth monkey that we've just talked about, you could be that hundredth monkey that just tips the whole scales into a, a tremendous wave that you can hop on and ride and bring your family and your friends and your loved ones and anybody you care about with you. A universal law means it works for everyone, not just the privileged few, but everyone. If it has worked for one person, that means it is available for each of us, you and me included. That's why we spend so much time, Richard and I, on these calls teaching about universal laws. Because until you get your mind correct, we can teach all the business principles in the world. And it's probably going to have a failure at the end of it. It all starts in the mind. It all starts with you controlling your thoughts. And the wonderful news is, no matter what kind of a mess you are in tonight... You are in an industry that can turn it all around for you. But it starts with you. It starts with getting on these calls. It starts with not only taking notes what we teach here, but tomorrow morning applying what we're teaching. It works. We have never preached theory on these calls, not one time. We always talk about what has already been tried and tested in the field of battle out there. Next week... We are going to be very privileged to have that gentleman on the call. He's, a, he's consented to do that. The one that Richard and I have talked about a couple, for a couple of weeks, uh, George Antar. 
He's consented to come on the call and just talk about the network marketing industry. I would suggest, highly suggest, that you get your entire team on the call. I believe George is number 48 in the entire industry as far as income earners are concerned. Out of the top 100, he's number 48. So there is a huge possibility he may have something of value for you and I to learn. I have always had a standing agreement with with myself that when somebody is making more money than I am, I shut up and take notes. I'm excited to have him next week. Now, let's go on. Mr. Richard, come on board, buddy. Take over the call and uh, run with it. You know, that's great news to have George on. We can all learn something from him, that's for sure. If you want to accelerate your success in network marketing, start using the power of your mind to your advantage. If you can harness the power of your subconscious mind, things like your imagination can really work in your favor. Most of the time we let our imagination go wild with all kinds of negative thoughts, how things in your life could go wrong, things like, I could lose my job, I could get hurt. I don't have insurance if I get hurt. This could lead to bankruptcy. I, I'd lose my home. Where would my family live? We'd be homeless. My wife would leave. I know mine would. Those are scary thoughts. Or what if I tell my friends I've joined a network marketing company and they reject me and tell me I'm crazy and I'll lose my money like they did and it'll never work for me. We've all heard that, right? And we're going to talk about dream stealers another time. You know, 99% of our fears never happen. 99% never happen. We imagine a lot of negative things. Our kids go skiing, and they're going to break their leg for sure. They start driving, and you know they're going to crash your car. I used to stress out every time my daughter rode her bike because she'd fallen one time. For the next six or seven years, she never fell. I worried about it. I focused negatively about that time she fell. Never gave her the benefit of the doubt that maybe she's a better writer now. You know, Will Smith has a now famous quote in one of his movies that I really like. And he says, says this to his kid, fear is not real. It's a product of thought you create. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real. But fear is a choice. You know, I know that statement is true because we're not all afraid of the same things, which is pretty weird. Ever see those guys walking on open beams while they were building skyscrapers? No harnesses, not roped in at all? Yikes. Hey, I'm not really afraid of heights. I'm just afraid of falling from them. And I think most of us are like that. Fear is very powerful and causes a lot of anxiety and stress, which then manifests itself as an illness in our bodies and our minds. i got to follow a quick story right here. I had a really good friend a few years ago. He worked in the software department of a major airline. And when the airlines were all having a lot of problems, there were some major cutbacks. And he was a programmer. Everybody was in an open room you could look over the top of the cubicles. They, they weren't, like, closed in. And because it was such a sensitive software program that was handling airline stuff, 
I don't know the exact details. But when you were laid off, security would actually all of a sudden walk up to you. They would hand you a box, let you clear your desk out. You weren't given any kind of notice by any means. And that was really based around the fact they didn't want you monkeying around. They didn't want you playing with the software or doing any sabotage or malicious damage. And so the department of about 40 of them was told that in the next 30 days, 10 of them were going to be laid off. And it wasn't going to be by seniority. He told me of the day, and he told me this is a funny story. It's not really that funny. Security all of a sudden walked over on one side of the room, showed up. Everybody know, knew what that meant. Four or five people had already left the week before. And while the guy was cleaning out his desk, Lynn told me the woman next to him got so fearful, she was so afraid that she was next, that they would be coming to her desk, that she leaned over and threw up in a waste paper basket. Now that really is how powerful fear can grab you and really affect you in a negative way. Our imaginations run wild. Or you can use your imagination for good. Use the power of your mind for growth. Here's what I mean by that. Pick a goal. Like you want more people on your team. That's a good goal. We all want that. Now picture what it would be like. Imagine spending time with people who are all like-minded, think like you do, and they're all working towards the same goals you are. One of those goals for me is changing more and more people's lives, making an impact on their families, the way only better health and more money can. These are goals that you should already have written down. The key is having a crystal clear picture in your mind of what it looks like, what it feels like. Imagine how good you'd feel and what your family would think if you could make some of your dreams a reality. The good part is, is once you get this set in your mind, once you get it fixed, you can go about your everyday life. That's how the subconscious works. It works at night. when you're a, when, It works when you're not thinking about it. It works towards making these goals happen in your life. Soon you'll start finding that things start happening. You won't even know why. And it could be little things, little things for your subconscious is doing for you. Now, don't get this mixed up with wishful thinking. You can't just keep wishing for more people in your group. You can't wish for a new car to show up and, and realistically expect one to show up in your driveway. Your subconscious mind is working all the time to make those pictures and thoughts become reality. Your subconscious mind will affect things you do that you're not even aware of, all kinds of little things and decisions you'll make that you'll make without thinking about them. But your subconscious is using these pictures and thoughts that you focused on to help you and lead you in a direction to make these goals happen. Think of something important to you and think of it often. This is why many of us, actually all of us, should have dream boards. Mine's right here on my office wall. Now I have a picture of a beach, a beach that I was at quite a few times. It's one of my favorite spots on Maui. I, I'm telling you, I can close my eyes and I can feel that water on my toes and that breeze in my face. 
That's how real I can make it at times. There's also a very cool car. It's a convertible. And I close my eyes some days and lean back in this chair. I can hear the roar of that engine. It's a fast car. And the wind in my face. Positive thoughts followed by positive actions can make major changes, major changes in your life and in your business. And the good thing, there's a huge global trend going on. Home-based business and network marketing is on the rise, big time. 200 million people are expecting to, expected to join the direct sales industry in the next 10 years. With more growth in the next 10 years than all the previous 50 years. Now that's a lot of growth. Statistics say that one out of every five homes in Asia and Africa operate a home-based business. So it's not just the U.S. This thing is global. People are realizing everywhere in the world, you want to be sure you're going to be okay in your later years. You don't depend on the job. Don't depend on meager savings. Don't depend on the government. You need to do something, and the sooner you start doing it, the better off you're going to be. One out of every six homes in the U.S. operates a home business. Well, that's good news for us because there's a lot of people out there who are looking for you and what you're going to tell them about it. So don't sit back. I can tell you one thing. If you're just thinking about relaxing in front of the TV, you know, that's going to come true too. You're just going to find yourself relaxing in front of the TV, wishing someone else was growing your team. Lead by example. Grow your team yourself. The team members will all pitch in when they see a leader leading. It's really that easy. Thank you, everybody, for being here tonight. Appreciate it. And we love each of you. We care about each of you. And we want only the best for you. And the, the, the good news is that, that even if nobody here was cheering for you, all you've got to do is go in the bathroom and look in the mirror and say, I can do this. And you can.